the now generation. What is it? X, Y, and Z don't exactly add up unless you also include baby boomers and create a comprehensive portrait that transcends age. But how do you do that? And what's the end game? To find out, we'll talk with Deidre Colvin, Chief Marketing Officer at Baker Hill. Welcome to BAI Banking Strategies, where each week we'll focus on the key issues facing financial services leaders. We'll bring you objective opinions and actionable insights that'll help you power smart decisions. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, the Managing Editor at BAI. Come on in. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Wonderful to have you here with us at the start of 2018. And today on the podcast, live from Indianapolis, we have Deidre Colvin, the Chief Marketing Officer for Baker Hill. With 23 years experience, Deidre is an expert in marketing, branding, leadership, strategy, and operation. She leads with the purpose to inspire positive energy in a manner consistent with what matters to her most, authenticity, integrity, service, excellent collaboration, and an overall passion for life. And I love the word passion. It's about what we do at BAI and what I do. And welcome to the podcast, Deidre. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Gen X, Gen Y, Gen Z. Prince, of course, had the (laughs) new power generation. Millennials, baby boomers. What's the now generation exactly? So the now generation, it, it doesn't really exist. No one would have heard of it. It's kind of a term that I've made up. It's really the opposite of a segmented generation. I guess I would say it's an unsegment. It's not a segment. So there's a lot of talk about millennials, right? not only in the financial services industry, but everywhere. How are we going to serve the millennial? How are we going to meet the digital demands of these future customers of ours? What I've noticed in my career, and I've been in marketing for 23 years and spent seven of those years teaching as a professor, got my doctorate degree in marketing and taught at the collegiate level. The funny thing about people is that we just tend to adapt to whatever's most widely adopted around us. So in general, I think as a place to start, We should worry less about whether we're talking to a millennial or a baby boomer and really just talk to a person because in theory, we're all already millennialized. We all want multiple options. We all want some sort of element of control in our consuming behavior. We want to know what's going on to believe that the companies we do business with care at least a little bit about us. And we're all way more impatient than we've ever been before. So I think to focus on what are the things that really make us common is a great place to start. Off mic, we had talked about three key areas of engagement that set banks and credit unions up for success. Tell us about those. It's no secret that younger generations are gaining more purchasing power at an earlier age. My recommendation, again, is to just focus on making sure that everyone you do business with can engage with you in some way. And so to do that, really, there are three key things. Let the consumer drive. I'll explain what I mean by that. Be transparent with your consumers. And I'll give some examples on how to do that. And I would say most importantly, show your consumers that you care. And there are just a plethora of ways to do that from a marketing client or customer engagement perspective. Let's get deeper into it. We have these three areas. Outline the table stakes. Sure. So the first one I said is let them drive. And what I mean by that is 
give them opportunities to drive their engagement with you on their own. Some examples would be offer online loan applications. We can replicate, I think, that fintech customer experience just by making online loan origination available to them so that they can originate a loan anytime, anywhere. So I think if you can just focus on creating a lending process specifically to meet the needs of customers who want to be able to drive on their own, they want to be able to start an application and come back to it and finish it on their own terms, you put them in the driver's seat, then they're feeling heard. And that's really what giving them that immediate gratification is all about. And how about those other two points, be transparent and show consumers you care? Let's dive into those for a moment. Sure. So what consumers want is to see for themselves what's going on. Let's say I've got an outstanding loan application. As a consumer, I want to be able to dig into where that is with my bank. I want to be able to, it kind of goes back to letting me drive, but I want transparency in processes. Another easy way to do this is to let consumers receive notifications the way they want to, whether that be by email or by text or if they're working within an application. So really this now generation, which is everyone you're dealing with, everyone you have to satisfy now, they want to know what's going on at all times. So really anything you can do to adopt processes that allow for transparency is going to set you apart from your competitors. And finally, we have show consumers you care. How do we do it? This is the big one. And I think there are so many ways that we can show consumers that we care about them. The simplest one is by making our interactions with them enjoyable. And it's no secret one of the first ways we interact with consumers is through our website. So give your consumers more information, more access. I think understanding what some of the user experience best practices are and adopting pick three, adopt some of those things to improve your website. That's a great way to really start to make that interaction with consumers of all generations enjoyable. One of the other trends that we're seeing is really more focus on well-curated content. Put content on your site that's really relevant to the audience that you serve Visuals have actually taken kind of a step down in importance. Visuals should support the content, but they should be ordered in a manner that makes the content more logical. Remove clutter. If you look at your site and it looks just super busy, let the content really be the king and give it some breathing room. Make sure you have some white space. Users love a conversational interface. So having that ability to chat with somebody live makes the user feel like they're super important. If you're not ready for that or you can't do it, then at least make sure that the content on your website is written in a very conversational tone because the generation today, pretty much everyone, we're seeking these human-like tendencies. We're seeking a connection in some way. So if what I'm reading is written in more of a conversational tone, I'm more likely to have a better experience. A real simple thing to encourage consistent engagement is to enable push notifications. As an FYI, the most generally accepted icon for a notification is a bell. So if you have something that you really need your consumer or your user to know, whether it's through a website, whether it's through an application, put a bell there and that will notify them that there's something important. Product updates are fine, but I would say don't abuse notifications with too much self-promotional news, make sure that you're notifying consumers about things that are important, such as an update on a loan application. 
So putting it all together, how can banks that have decided on a now generation strategy make it work? What's your best overarching advice here? My advice is really just don't get caught up in analysis paralysis. Just act. Pick a few things and just do them. If you don't have an online loan application, get one. If you don't offer online account opening, offer it. You don't have to do everything to be successful. Pick two or three things. It's not magic. It's all stuff we want as consumers. It's all stuff we're already used to in our everyday lives. And as a consumer, we want it to come from the companies we do business with, right? So we want what we do in our day-to-day to naturally spill over into our business lives. So I would just say, set up an online loan application. Take two or three things that I've talked about. If you're not doing notifications, do notifications. There's always a good opportunity to take a fresh look at your website. If you're not updating your website every quarter, you should be. So I would just say, don't think that you have to make a huge investment of money and time to make some very simple differences that are going to create a better experience for every single consumer that you're doing business with. Dr. Deidre Colvin, the doctor is in. This is fantastic advice. And you've obviously given this a lot of thought, very clearly stated. Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Happy to do it. Deidre Colvin is the Chief Marketing Officer for Baker Hill. She is based in Indianapolis. Be sure to look for Deidre on LinkedIn. And here are three key takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, the now generation is an unsegment, not focusing on individual demographic, but it is the one segment that focuses on customers in the present. We all tend to adapt to what's adopted around us. And that makes us united from a technological standpoint. Call it millennialization. We all want and need seamless experiences in a fast world. Number two, a trio of key areas can give banks a competitive edge with consumers. First, let the consumer drive. Give them immediate gratification that they can steer the relationship on their own. So follows number two, be transparent. Let them see for themselves what's going on. With a loan application, for example, allow them to dig into the process and get constant updates where they stand. And finally, show consumers you care. Make your interactions enjoyable. And number three, to make your now generation strategy work, it's essential not to get caught up in analysis paralysis. Instead, you might just wanna pick three things that you can change immediately. If you don't have an online loan application, get one. If you're not doing notifications, do them. And if you're not updating your website, at least quarterly, now's the time to start. And now BAI Banking Strategies brings you the aha moment, where our podcast guest shines a light on that point in time where realization, revelation, or exploration made all the difference in their financial services career. (laughs) We know how Deidre Colvin loves the bell as an attention getter. While there's no shortage of great leaders in financial services, it takes a special leader to embrace the wise counsel that she passes on to those who follow in her footsteps. Here, Deidre Colvin relates how, as a university professor, she took to heart the words of advice she was giving to students and made a profound change in her career. Listen. So I had just completed my MBA, and I made really a knee-jerk gut decision to leave my career and to pursue a doctorate 
and to teach marketing rather than to practice it. So I taught at a private liberal arts university. I did get many questions from my marketing students and the students that I advised. And they'd say, is it okay for me to want to pursue a career in business? Should I be running a charity or something instead rather than trying to make money, quote unquote, for the man? And I found myself always answering that question with, imagine if every for-profit company was run and managed by people who had just solid values and good intentions, just people who made decisions based on what they believed in and based on what they thought was best for people in general. That short answer just always did the trick for them. They got it and said, okay, yeah, I guess I can make a difference as long as I do it as a good person. And the funny thing I think for me was that I really wasn't following my own advice I came back to industry, but this time it wasn't like I was resolved to change the world, but really just to do everything in my power to make good decisions. And I think the big aha for me was we can certainly help others just by doing our best and I think making ethical choices. And the financial services industry is certainly lettered with people who have made (laughs) bad, sometimes immoral, sometimes illegal decisions. So I think more than ever, it's just critical that we have good talented people committed to doing good, honest work. And that was my aha moment five years ago when I started to give that advice to my students. And I'm super glad that I returned to the real world because I do think that I can make a difference. And I think that we all can. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. And 2018 is a great time to do a number of things through BAI.org. First of all, if you haven't done so, subscribe to our daily newsletter. It's free to sign up. And be sure to check out our ever-growing archive of podcasts. Also, be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter to stay up to date on BAI's latest and greatest. You can catch me on LinkedIn. Be sure to connect. I'm Lou Carloso, the managing editor at BAI. We'll see you soon. So long.